All right, it's that time again. It's time for Dr. Movie, the show that's done in my car while I'm driving down the road. Yeah. I watch the movies so you don't have to. That's pretty much the motto of this episode. <laughs> now, uh, had a request, another listener request from uh, Matthew Tangent, my buddy Matt. Uh, good podcaster on his own. Uh, we actually had a little short show. It, it was short-lived, but it was uh, three men in a tubi. Ironically, you know, I, that's kind of where I'm pulling the majority of my sources from with this show. But uh, Matt's a good dude. Knows his stuff. Knows his bad movies for sure. And uh, he asked me to review Carnosaur. Matter of fact, all three of the Carnosaur movies. Now, I have seen the original Carnosaur when it came out in 1993. And my thoughts were not that great of it. So have they changed? Well, only one way to find out. We're going to talk about this movie right here, right now. So, the brilliant thing about this movie, if there is anything... Oops, did I say that? (laughs) The brilliant thing about this movie is it came out one month before Jurassic Park hit the big screen. So this movie came out on, you know, VHS, DVD. I don't think DVDs are around just yet. But uh, this came out one month before Jurassic Park. Obviously riding that tide, right? So if you remember me talking about uh, Tammy and the T-Rex on it, I was talking about... I started avoiding these movies, right? Because it was just like we were getting saturated with dinosaurs. I mean, they're on you know, national TV on Friday nights. So, I don't know, kind of lost their their lure for me. And I love dinosaurs, right? But with that being said, this is not a dinosaur. It's a carnosaur, right? So, uh, let's get into this, right? So, uh, 1993 sci-fi slash horror... It's a New Horizon film, so that tells you right there again. We're we're getting into uh, Roger Corman world. Uh, synopsis: This is uh, when a nefarious, nefarious geneticist. There's two words for you in a row. Trying to drive and read at the same time. Plots to wipe out all humans and replace them with flesh-eating dinosaurs. It's up to security guard Doc Smith to stop her. As Jane plans, uh, Jane, that's the doctor. As the doctor plans to release her dangerous prehistoric creations, one of them accidentally kills. I don't know. It keeps going. It's not worth talking about. Uh, But anyways, yeah, that's that's the main plot point. Is this scientist wants to wipe out the human race and give the planet back to the dinosaurs? And how does she do that? By genetically creating them through chicken eggs or chickens in general so uh, you know one thing this movie's got going for it 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 does this thing where it flashes up like uh, military information right on the screen while the movie's going on giving you locations on stuff kind of you know predating the uh, the US Godzilla movie right where that was used a lot so you know this might have been the beginning of that and it works it works for this movie it's kind of the only thing that really adheses it together, you know, adheres it together. And uh, 
Yeah. One one thing I gotta say about this movie is the people that get killed by the dinosaur, you're kind of glad they do, right? Or the carnosaur. I gotta make sure I say that right every time. Um, there's nothing I love more than seeing a bunch of 90s tree-hugging hippies. I know there's not supposed to be hippies past the 70s, but trust me, you know, these these make-peace people, they're hippies. That's all there is to it. They kind of live together in a convent, living in their best uh, boxes that they can find, and going around and just, I don't know, protesting. You know, I'm a nice guy, but uh, I think the protesting thing is just ridiculous. That's just me. Uh, I'm all for standing up for something, but chaining yourself to equipment or trees or anything like that, uh, what's that really going to get you, right? I mean, I guess it gives you rights to say, did you see me? I was on TV. I was one of those people sitting in the road keeping cars from getting, you know, cars from coming through. Yeah, yeah, all you're doing is disturbing everybody else's life, really. I mean, you know, I understand the cause and the purpose, but is this really the way to do it? Because all you're doing is holding up everybody else. I don't know. I think you should find another way. But anyways, that's just my take. And usually, all of your hippies ends up in a bad situation. If you remember, the reason we stopped having hippies in the 70s was because of a guy named Charles Manson. Kind of brought it all to a screaming halt when you realize this, that uh, yeah, these people really aren't filled with love and peace. They're really filled with, we just want to live our own life and be lazy and not have to do anything for a living. Until they find out that in order to survive, you have to do something for a living. Anyways, that's a totally different story. So my heart was really happy to see, I don't know, 14 tree-lugging, tree-hugging tree hippies getting killed by a carnosaur who, you know, these people were dumb enough to lock themselves up to a piece of heavy machinery and, uh, you know, couldn't get away. So, I will give it points for that. <laughs> but overall, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I still don't... Uh, it's kind of boring to me. I, it's kind of a boring flick. Uh... I think the dinosaur looks pretty good at sometimes, and then sometimes I think it looks pretty bad. Uh, you got some stop motion stuff going here. They use kind of the same shots a lot over and over. But you know, again, it's Roger Corman Productions. It's it's not going to have a lot. Now, the director, who is uh, Adam Simon, he also did Brain Dead, which I really liked. Uh, it was just weird enough keep me interested. Plus, you got the two bills in there, right? Paxton and Pullman. Kind of hard to go wrong with that. But, I don't think the direction is bad in this. And they even throw a punch at Jurassic Park in the middle of it. When they start describing what's going on. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you know, he even says uh, sounds like a great idea for a theme park, right? So, you know, it is what it is. It, this one thing about this movie, it, it knows what it is, right? And uh, for that case, I give it kudos, right? It's playing it up. It is trying to have fun with the situation. But uh, you're coming down to a security guard that's taking care of some machinery that's, you know, excavating whatever for this 
company that's making chicken eggs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you got Diane Ladd in here who's been in more movies than you can even mention. And she's the scientist that's uh, taking the, the chicken DNA and crossing it and creating dinosaurs or carnosaurs. And uh, you literally have women getting real sick, falling to the floor, and giving birth to baby dinosaurs. Uh, even though you only really see one that's in action, they grow really fast. I I'll tell you what this is. Realistically, this is what this movie is. It is The Crazies. Remember, George Romero's The Crazies. The storyline is pretty identical to, to The Crazies. And then it's also alien, right? Because you've crossbred bred this thing. It's cutting loose. It grows at enormous speeds, right? Very alien-like. And then you've got the thing where they're tapping into the whole Jurassic Park idea. And just combining all three. That's really what this movie is. This movie even ends like the crazies. So, uh, that's kind of my two cents worth on what's really going on in this movie. Nothing wrong with that. I love the crazy. Crazies, actually, believe it or not, is my favorite George Romero film. Not necessarily the remake. I, I thought the remake was good. But the substance of the original, I really like. And it's really no different than Night of the Living Dead. You just, instead of replacing, you know, the, you, instead of having zombies, you've got, you know, people that drink this stuff and, you know, go nuts. So that's the chaos that's causing the issue. Uh, other than that, it's kind of the same story. It's kind of the same deal here because you actually have dudes walking around in hazmat suits shooting people that's been contaminated. Uh, there you go. That's, that's the crazies. And, uh... Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and then again, it's it's got enough gore and stuff to kind of keep you going. But overall, I just kind of falls kind of flat, man. And uh, I hate to disappoint dis dis Matt on this one, but I don't know, man. It's just it's lacking something for me. And uh, I think it's that character thing, right? Where I just don't really care about these characters. I think Doc's all right. And the girl that he falls in love with is one of the hippies that, you know, is, you know, taping herself or, or blocking the use of the machinery or whatever. And he ends up kind of falling for her and she ends up getting sick. And that's his whole point of going and solving this situation is to get the serum or the antidote to stop the dinosaur from incubating in your body. So, you know. And I, I don't have a problem with that idea either. But, I don't know, it's just kind of weak. There's there's a, there's some weak stuff in this. But, again, what do you expect? I really think this is one of those movies that was rushed to get done, to hit a deadline, and try to make a, a cash run off of the enormous uh, shadow that was cast by Jurassic Park. So, uh, that's really where I stand on this one. Probably expected. Uh, does it mean you shouldn't watch it? Does it mean it's not for you? It's just not for me, right? Even though I love dinosaurs. And again, I, I was I was engaged for the most part when it was the dinosaur doing stuff. Carnosaur, sorry. But uh, I, I found another thing that was kind of funny. I kind of chuckled at that's in this is 
for the longest time, they kind of blame a bobcat for doing all the killing because nobody has seen the dinosaur or carnosaur. <laughs> and it's funny that they try to kill the carnosaur with a bobcat. <laughs> you know, not the animal, but the, the forklift is a bobcat. So there you go. I, I found that kind of humorous. If it was intended, not for sure. I'm sure that, you know, somebody had the idea, right? So kudos for that as well. That's pretty clever. Um, but there you go, 1993, which I don't have a fond memory of really any movies from, you know, 90 to about 96 or so. So, I don't know. Uh, it was budgeted for $1 million, so that gives you an answer for a lot, right? That's why there's not a lot in this. So, you know, when I think about that, whatever they spent on just the dinosaur probably was the majority of the, the money that they had. So, I don't know, kind of have to give them points for that, too. Dinosaur doesn't look terrible. It looks pretty good. There's a few scenes that are some stop-motion stuff. It's kind of weak. Uh, there's some walking scenes that are kind of weak. But overall, when, like, it's tearing into people and all that kind of stuff, that's pretty cool. So there you go. There's my take on the first Connoisseur movie. I'll be watching the other two and letting you know what I think about those two. So there you go, Matt. There's my two cents worth. You can tell me if I'm wrong or not. <laughs> all right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.